yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and anyways, uh, the doctor says she's not going to make it. Could be less than a week. Hmm. That wasn't a funny story at all. Why were we all just laughing there? That, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know what? Anyway. Uh, changing the subject, Mike, yeah? uh, little birdie told me that you're getting a promotion at work. Oh, wait. Did Cheryl tell you that? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> that fucking hag won't shut her dumb yap. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I'm being promoted to teacher. Wow. What <laughs> yeah. were you before? I was the janitor. Apparently, that's how schools work, I cool. guess. Oh, wow. Yeah. Big promotion. Thank Big you. Promotion. Well, if we're telling secrets, I don't mean to put you on the spot, Steve, but a little birdie just told me that you... You and Julia got engaged? <laughs> what? Um, yeah, that, that is true. Oh, Congratulations. Yeah, Congrats. Did you, yeah, did you get down on one knee? No, I did. Oh. Wow, very, very modern. Not really. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry, who, who told you about us getting married? Uh, uh a little bird. <laughs> okay, yeah, he said that. <laughs> but, um, but it happened last night, me and Julia weren't going to tell anyone until tomorrow, so actually, who told you? Was it Julia? Did she tell you? A little bird. What? Flew into my bedroom this morning chirp the top stories of the day into my ear he mentioned that you got engaged uh if you don't want people to know your business don't propose to her in a park there are lots of birds there okay wait a second jason are you saying an actual little bird spoke to you yes i remember his name was bill and it was funny because birds have bills it's very ironic we laugh what the- uh, i'm sorry you can talk to little birds well, not just little birds. I've had plenty of conversations with ostriches and emus. I'm sure I've mentioned this to you guys before. You no, have not. clearly Definitely not. Definitely not. Oh, yeah. I can talk to birds. That's fucking insane. That's, cra- that's, that's, that's so deal. insane. That's crazy. That's insane. It's not insane. I was just watching a documentary on TV the other day about how Eddie Murphy can talk to all kinds of animals. Are you talking about the movie Dr. Doolittle? Look, it's not even that exciting. You know, they don't really say that much. I mean, sometimes you hear about how the neighbors are doing. Like, I know Mike has herpes. Wait, wait, hey, whoa. How would they even know that? Apparently, you apply ointment in front of the living room window. Why? Well, I, I want people to know. What? And I, they do. <sighs> It's not that big of a deal. Why don't we just enjoy this VHS copy of the movie Rio? The birds highly recommended it. Oh, hey, little buddy. The bird just sits on your finger like that? Oh my God. Of course he does. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Oh. Hey, wait, what? Really? You think so? Okay, okay, what's that bird saying about us? She was just saying that Mike could use a makeover. Well, no, I don't. I think I look pretty good. I stole this outfit off of a mannequin at Baby Gap, right? So... Whoa, 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 so many birds. Well, hey, where, where are they taking it? He'll be fine. Whoa. Hey. Oh, thanks, guys. See, you look so much better, Mike. Cool. Is he just covered in bird shit wow, now? Wow, I feel great. Did you lose a little weight? Yeah, they pecked at me a lot. Okay, en- enough, that- enough, guys. Enough about the birds, all right? Let's just drink beer and burp. Like, guys, birds are stupid. <gasps> Jesus. Whoa. I get it, Steve. You're jealous. I'm like Snow White, and you're just an ugly dwarf. Oh, just because my last name is Sneezy? If it bothers you so much, I guess I'll just go. (laughs) Come on, guys. Looks like I'll be spending the night in your nest again. Yes, Bill. I'm going to crush it. I'm going to crush your home. Come on, Steven. Jason. Jason, wait. Yes? You can stay. I guess I'm just a little weirded out by the whole bird thing, because, you know, those birds ate my father alive last week. Oh, yeah. I remember. But I want you to know, my birds had nothing to do with that. Did you just wink? Okay, you know what? It doesn't matter. Let's just watch this movie. Can the birds stay? Hmm, Steve. If if you can stay, the birds can stay too. (laughs) Come on in, boys. Oh, oh no. Oh, God. Oh, we should have opened the windows. Oh, yeah, right, definitely. 
Welcome to episode 23 of Vesta Friends Podcast on Never Sleeps Network. Uh, we got a new sponsor, don't we, Morgan? We sure do. Humber School, School of Comedy. Comedy. Uh, oh, I thought we'd do it at the same time. Yeah, well, I bet you do it because you're yeah, a loser. And lucky. I'm not because I graduate from Humber School of Comedy. Yeah, smart, man. There are new podcasts. Uh, are you right there, buddy? Yeah, I choked. But yeah, that's one of the many things you learn how to do at Humber School of Comedy. There you go, guys. And we have our guest here today. Yeah. And then Never Sleeps Network Studio. Kate Trevor Wilson, who also graduated from Humber Comedy. How's it going, guys? Might I say, uh, that is some of the best scatting I have ever heard. <laughs> it's like Cab hear. Calloway himself. Hey, hey man. Yeah. You should we're, hear the other Bobby episodes. McFerrin would uh, just die. We're getting hearing. better every week. We're yeah, we're actually getting better, getting better every week. Scatting. It's just scatting to each other. Now, guys. Uh, we're here with here at K-Trev. Uh, K-Trev, uh, from one of our favorite troops of all time, mm-hmm. um, one of the very first troops we, see, we saw when we were here in Toronto, yeah. it smells like the 80s. Yep. yep. Yeah, that was my old troop. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly right. Uh, and you're a Humber Comedy graduate yourself? Yeah. You're yeah. Awesome. We, I guess it smells like the 80s actually had its start in uh, Humber Comedy. Originally, the troop was formed uh, out of spite. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> the way a every friend was putting start. together yeah. a show, and he he every, he booked stand-ups, and the only sketch troupe he put on was his own uh, sketch troupe. And, and I was like... Oh, so you're like, your sketch troop's allowed to do the show, but no one else's sketch right. troop's allowed to do it? And he's like, your sketch troop can do it. And I was like, fuck, you called my bluff. Oh, now shit. I to, <laughs> now I have to make a sketch troop. And then two of my classmates were standing right next to me, like, can we be in your sketch troop? And I was like, sure. And he's like, so who's in your sketch troop? It's like, me and these two. Yeah. It was Curtis Deal and uh, Carolyn Bieber. The first show we did was, was after Humber, and uh, we became a five-person lineup, and it was myself, Curtis Deal, Cam Wise, Michelle Shaughnessy and Carolyn Bieber. Within two years, Carolyn and Michelle left the troupe out of... Uh, well, Michelle wanted to focus more on her stand-up. I think Carolyn just got frustrated working with three idiots. Um, <laughs> Cameron and, and Curtis and I clicked uh, very quickly comedically uh, in college, and Cam and I met in theater camp in sixth grade. <laughs> So I've known I've known Cam Wiley for a <laughs> million years, yeah, and uh, so we had very similar sensibilities and wrote for and with each other very well. And uh, Carolyn and, and Michelle didn't didn't have this, I guess, the same sense of humor. Like we we argued a lot about sketches, mm-hmm. and uh, the three of us won out because we <laughs> there was three of us, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. we all like uh, we all agreed, we all had the same sense of humor. Uh, so we became a three-hand troupe after that, and then we wanted to bring back some of the four-hand sketches, so we added new members. And uh, a friend of mine from high school, Liam Boland, joined the troupe for a few years. He was uh, He's the fourth member you hear on the album, Smells Like the uh-huh. Audio. And then Liam left and was replaced by uh, Sean Jordan, the word burglar yeah. himself. Mm-hmm. And that was the, that, that, that was the longest-running version of the troupe, was the... I think the four of us with Sean and, uh, and that carried out until pretty much we, uh, we went our separate ways after 10 years. Your troop actually really changed our troop a lot. When the very first time we saw you guys perform that sketch where you guys are, where you're in the, all in the audience and uh, yeah. the one guy in your troop is doing stand up, and he's like, can I get a clap? And then you guys were all trying to take back a, your claps and stuff right, like that. A round of applause. Or oh yeah, yeah. The, uh, the <laughs> Curtis trying stand up, and we're all audience plants and he asks if anyone in a, in a relationship and then people start applauding and then guys are second guessing 
their applause. Because <laughs> it's like I clapped, but my relationship just ended, so I should take it back. And, you, know, yeah, I like, well, you know, I didn't clap, but my I'm in a new thing and I, I guess it's a relationship we really haven't labeled it and then of course i'm in the very back of the room as, as a psychopath who's abducted a woman and is keeping her in his basement right. and uh oh. and it turns out of course the reveal at the end is that the woman i've kidnapped is cameron's missing girlfriend yeah. and that he's not actually broken up at all i just abducted his girlfriend and <laughs> yeah that, that was huge was waiting for stockholm syndrome to kick in all right that blew our minds because we were like, oh, you can we started writing, audience. yeah, we started like, we writing sketches like, like that, and that that sketch would changed our troop a lot. We ended mm-hmm. up writing what was probably our best sketch was one uh, of those sketches. was was a sketch that we had people in the audience. Oh, um, nice! Oh, and nice. It, that was because we saw that sketch. I'm glad it could affect you. Uh, <laughs> had the worst experience you can have with an audience plant sketch Ooh. one year at Sketchfest, <laughs> where uh, Lori Elliott was hosting and she was about to introduce our troop, and we were opening up, I believe, with that sketch. As Lori's finishing up her thing and getting ready introduced right in front of me a guy blacked out in the audience and I, collapsed. I was there. I was yeah. at that and, show. And like a woman was like excuse me, I'm sorry but is like, is there a doctor here because this man is just passed out and and then they we, they had to stop the show like shut it everyone left the room paramedics came and gurneyed this guy out of there i think he like had just he overheated and hadn't like had enough liquid and yeah. passed out and so we were having this big debate while this was going on because the show was on hold for like a half hour while all this went and like all we'd made it through was the host's like opening like the Lori had done 10 minutes off the top warmed up the crowd crowd and then right as we were about to start this happened and we're like do we still do an audience plant sketch to open up this show because like yeah oh, you'll be right, fine right you know yeah. what's gonna happen <laughs> yeah. and uh we decided you know like we'd rehearsed it we didn't have anything else to do we would throw off the timing and everything if we started shuffling because i mean the problem we had with so many smells like the 80s shows is that uh, as we were joking earlier, we were terrible at editing ourselves. So we have <laughs> like nine these insanely <laughs> long sketches. It's, uh, so it's like you, you, when we put together a show, it was so carefully timed and we couldn't just change sketches in and out because you know, this was like our only sketch that fit in that time block. So we, we started, we went back in, everyone took their seats again, minus the one guy who'd been rushed <laughs> to the hospital. And Lori introduced us, and Curtis starts out and starts doing his bit. And when Cam stood up to do the audience plant joke, the whole room gasped. Oh. Like... <gasps> And then they were like, oh, thank God, it's part of the sketch. Uh, <laughs> they were worried another person oh, would But every time one of us, like, interrupted for, like, that first part of the sketch, the audience was, like, super tense, <laughs> and then waiting relaxed. for and then And then they eventually relaxed into it. But oh, everyone wow. was like, every time someone in that first, you know, the, those first three times when one of us interrupted, someone was waiting for the other shoe to drop. Oh, man. Um, that's really man. funny that you bring up that story because I was actually telling that story the other day. I was there. I was at that yeah. show. <laughs> and um, I remember it was crazy because it was another student at Humber who passed out, and he was so embarrassed like yeah. because he he was like oh my god i'm a comedian and everybody he was i don't know i don't remember his name he obviously doesn't do comedy I, anymore I do, but um but man oh you know yeah but um but yeah i'm school of comedy baby. yeah i'm <laughs> school of comedy but yeah i i remember that happening and and we were talking because we were i think we might have all been there we were thinking there, like yeah. what the hell would we do right 
if this happened because um, that was I think our first sketch fest. Yeah, that was, was our first sketch fest ever. I think. In yeah. we were yeah. maybe? That was probably one of our last sketch yeah, fests. You kind of answered one question that we usually ask about crazy shows and stuff, but uh, another question we like asking on this show is, what's, what's your dumbest, dumbest sketch? What's, do, you, do you have a, a sketch you think is maybe your dumbest? And God. it could be something you never even performed, but something that was so dumb that it didn't even make it to the stage or something? like. We have, we had, I mean, God, we had so many, <laughs> so many stupid, stupid <laughs> sketches. And like, if you look at our library, it's like, there's very few things that we didn't do. Yeah. I mean, we have a whole sketch called Grandpa Farts to Remember on oh. the album. <laughs> we might hear uh, that. <laughs> the one that, like, there's a sketch that we performed a couple times, and it was honestly my my least favorite sketch mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that, we, that we did regularly, and it was the one where Cam and Curtis both played uh, homicidal bananas in suits. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. They had, they had matching banana outfits and I think they were just looking for ways to write them off. Like if we put them in enough sketches, they become a business expense. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like, I was this, I was this, this kid who uh, it turned out I was adopted and that my parents were these two, homicidal bananas and they were trying to encourage me to embrace my banana roots and murder people <laughs> with and the sketch never made sense to me <laughs> i i never enjoyed doing it and, and like but cam and curtis pushed for there was a while where they kept pushing for it and i was like oh i just don't get it and there's another yeah. sketch we never performed that we wrote with uh when michelle was still in the troupe uh, and it was it was titled period piece and it was all about a girl being like she's out on a date and her she gets her period and she's she's self-conscious so she ties a, a sweater around her waist to cover up and uh, the guy encourages her to like why, why, why do you have your sweater tied you know just like, like relax act like you're gonna stay for a bit and she unties her sweater and then <laughs> In the script, it was just supposed to be like a, a fountain effect of blood shooting across the table. And the guy trying to pretend like uh, he's trying to play it off like nothing's happening. Right. And then we were going to have waiters and uh, restaurant employees walking by and just slipping <laughs> <laughs> over and over. Like just Jeez. all these physical gags yeah. involving the blood and the blow line of the whole scene because they were out for brunch. And the blow line for the scene is a waiter goes, oh, I swallowed an egg. And uh, <laughs> but we for for many reasons we never performed that sketch. Oh, we yeah. wrote it, but uh, we couldn't figure out the logistics of how to do it. All right, well, guys, um, I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm pitching a new web series yeah. to uh, to CBC Comedy. Oh, good. Uh, it's uh, it's like a Captain Ron spinoff. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You guys want to? You guys want yeah, to yeah. listen? You guys yeah. want to hear what I have is so far? Is this the pilot? Yeah, yeah. This is the pilot. Okay. All that right. sounds fun. All yeah. right, let's do it. <laughs> Them whales ain't getting away from us this time. Full fast ahead, sir. You're taking us directly into an iceberg field. I ain't scared of no icebergs. I say we jump the fucker. Skeeter, punch the turbo on this thing. Punching turbo, aye, aye, Captain. Sir, we're gonna crash. Wait. Did it just duck out of the way? <laughs> I said it once, I meant it once. Icebergs is the ocean's biggest pussies. After all, fish balls, of course. First mate, Cousin Skeeter, prepare to harvest precious ambergris. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, what, Captain? 
Ambergris. Well, that's just a fancy name for whale throws up. Yeah, they use it to make all kinds of crazy stuff like perfumes that make women smell more sexable and creams that make Lindsay Lohan look more less like Lindsay Lohan. Hmm. So, Captain, we're hunting whales for ambergris. Sir, might I point out that hunting whales, unless you're Japanese or Inuit, is illegal? Well, listens to you sounds all calms and logicals. <laughs> I should call you Spock after that doctor what wrote all them baby books. Or from Star Trek. Star Trek is my favorite show, and I've seen every episode, and I do not recall no one named Spock. <sighs> pointy ears? I love pointy ears. He's my favorite character. Oh, he does that pointy ear neck wrap, knocks you right out. Pointy ear neck wrap. Oh, God. <laughs> he saw you coming, cuz, but you'll get him eventually. <laughs> uh, listen, Spocks. I did not become captain to admire waves while sipping from my fine collection of imported liqueurs. I am captain because I found this fine hat, read a pamphlet on nautical laws and folklore, and stole a boat. Mm -hmm. Then I had a dream that told me how to harmlessly extract ambergris with no permanent whale damage. See, we just chase them dizzy till they throws up, and then we jump down and collect it with our ocean shovels. <laughs> Seriously? Sir. Well, how, pray tell, would you go about collecting whale barf? Are you going to take them to a barn dance, get them good and drunk? You're going to build a giant whale-sized roller coaster? Or perhaps you'll just simply sit in front of the internets to make them watch Two Girls, One Cup. Ooh, Two Girls, One Cup. I hear there's a twist ending. I'm taking the kids on Wednesday. No spoilers. <laughs> no. You want a whale to barf, you chase them round and round till they up chunks. They're pretty dumb for super smart fish. We just have to watch out for old fish balls. Mm, fish balls. Hi, hi, Captain. What, what is fish balls? What am I looking for? Fish balls is my old college roommate turned environmentalist doucher. This one time, he brought home a saltwater tank just full. Who dares steal from my bounty and incur the wrath of Poseidon, brother of Zeus, slayer of titans, bringer of typhoons, shaker of the earth, ruler of all that dwells above and below the waves from the smallest tide pool to the very abyss itself? Hello, fishballs. Skip Twixen, only you. <laughs> this is fishballs? Poseidon was your college roommate? Yeah, I was taking web design. And I was drinking. And I still am. But now I'm captain of the HMS Powerfuck. Fishballs, I say it's time to leave. Why do you call him Fishballs? Just look at those teeny tiny fishballs he's got. Plus, in college, he had sex with a fish. Oh, well, that was my wife and a gentler stingray none have ever met. Behold, I, fish, or I, Poseidon, demand that you stop nauseating the creatures under my care, leave these waters forever, and stop calling me Fishballs. I counter offers with a no. What? I ain't leaving till we get our hold full of ambergris. You see fishballs under the ocean, you have hot merpussy floating all around, and they don't need any help finding a man. But on dry land, we have these things, what we call fat chicks. I have heard tale of such creatures. They feed on a mysterious land plankton you call a pizza. They need all the helps that ambergris can give them, so they can trick men into falling in love with them. Love, fishballs. Oh, come on. Should a chubby pizza monster or a Lindsay Lohans be denied the love of a fine seafaring man like myself just because they are physically disgusting? No, they need to pass on their disgusting genes and have equally yucky babies. See, it's not for me that I do this, fishballs, but for the uggos and morlocks the world over. Sir, that's really quite touching. <laughs> I, I, cuz. Your plea and the obvious desperation of the ugly people of the surface world move even my mighty heart. If I fill your hold with what you seek, do you then promise to leave these waters and stop calling me fishballs? This seems like the start of a wonderful new friendship, fishballs. 
If you are willing to put aside the past and help me, well, maybe I can forget all of the terrible things that I did to you in college. <laughs> Come here, fish balls. No. The pointy your neck right No! I got one. First mate, Mr. Spock. Navigator, cousin Skeeter. You take all smelly fish balls down here to the cabin quarters and you start feeding them blue caraco till he throws up. Because the only thing more precious than whale ambergris is mergod puke. Profits ahoy! Aye, aye, Captain! <laughs> so you like it? You like that's that, a great show. Uh, yeah, well, you know, uh, it's, it's my new nautical. Pitch. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> well, guys, thanks for that. Was actually it smells like the '80s original sketch. Thank you, Kate, for bringing oh, that. Oh, thanks in. for no bringing problem. that in. Well, that's not your show. Damn it! Uh, yeah, it's the return you. of Skip Twixen. Skip Twixen. Skip Twixen. Yeah, I can't. Skip Twixen, the hillbilly sea captain. Yeah, who's not even. I don't captain. know how we came up with that character. I think we just, I think we had the hat first. Oh, yeah, that sounds like it. Oh, did you like have it. a hat? And then, yeah. Okay. Like, I think that's how sketch troops write a lot of sketches. Oh, yeah. Like they, <laughs> we, they find a costume piece and then just start, like, riffing with it. We have a segment here. We have to do a set, new segment with every guest. Yeah. Sweet. And, um, spice it up. And because of the fact that you're in a troop called Smells Like the 80s, we wanted to do a segment called 80s, 80s Were the, the Greaties. Wow. <laughs> we're pretty good with the names. Yeah, we're pretty good with the names. Um, uh, our, including our sketch group name, Vesterfest. So <laughs> yeah. obviously we're good it, with it all, names. It went up from there. Um, so uh, we're going to, I guess we're going to talk about a few different things from the 80s. Yeah, it's like a reminiscence thing. Now I was barely alive in the 80s. Yeah, you, you were born alive in the 80s. Morgan. I wasn't even born in the 80s. I was born in the 1990. <laughs> so we might, we Mar- Morgan was sperm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was most of the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do like a reminiscence thing of you mentioning like a category, whether whatever it is, and then we all pile in on like what was the best version of that category from the 80s or 90s if we can include it. So like uh, the first one is music. So in terms of 80s music, because I know there's so much to pick from, what was like a highlight? Okay. Because you're a huge fan Let of me 80s tell you, music, I, Morgan. Yeah. I love 80s music yeah. I love it's like one of my favorite because all of it is clearly just someone did a line of cocaine and wrote a whole song right there like in like 12 so seconds much of it, yeah. so much of it is just like screaming and happiness <laughs> like um we heard some um, last week. Some song like I, like I love that like the, one of the songs, one of the maybe the greatest songs of all time is I need a hero yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I need a hero that song is the most high energy song of all time I, I honestly you can hear her in the recording it's Bonnie Tyler I believe yeah. right it's um, used in uh, Footloose. Yeah, yeah, it was used in and Footloose Shrek. and I'm Shrek too. Sure more also popular. Shrek well, too. <laughs> Footloose first. Yeah, I see. <laughs> yeah. Footloose was definitely the one. It, it, when she's singing the song, you can hear her losing her voice singing the song in the recording. <laughs> like as the song goes, like it's that. It's so high. Uh, we, were, we were talking about how she probably closed her concerts with that song too. There's no so the or last open one. them or open them because it was either you had to do it off the top when your voice was the strongest, or you absolutely had to end on it because you couldn't sing afterwards. Yeah. So we uh, we, we didn't we, we didn't really realize. I think that. I think the '80s was like the golden age of the one-hit wonder. Mm. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, and not that there weren't many one-hit wonders in the <laughs> '50s and '60s and '70s, but with the advent of music video yeah there was so many awful 
awful <laughs> music videos from the 80s. I watched one uh, the other day. It was, it, <laughs> I, was, I was getting a mani-pedi. Oh, and, uh, nice. <laughs> We can yeah. just couples, rush that aside. Couples mani-pedi with Ooh. my gal for our anniversary. That's and, amazing. Uh, on the TV, they, they just had like um, a feed of, of music videos going, I think, from YouTube. And there's this one, and I, I've never seen it before, but it was so quintessentially 80s because mm. they had like no budget for it. It's a guy on a guitar and a guy on a guitar <laughs> and uh just like like, you know, blazers with the sleeves rolled up, like guys with teased hair, yeah, yeah. smiling for no reason in the song, <laughs> and just like, and and just like the cheesiest, like it was a video that you would get made at a fair, at like a booth. Yeah, that's like for a buck, yeah, eighty dollars. Yeah. You make you a, a green music screen video, a green screen, <laughs> and you get this little disc or whatever. Like, yeah. So bad. I got um, TV. TV. the best TV from the 80s. Yeah, what do you think? There was a lot of good uh, TV in the 80s. Cheers. Uh, Cheers, man. Guess, yeah. was probably the most successful yeah. sitcom. Man, Cheers is actually uh, From the fun. 80s, but there, I mean, so many good shows. Uh, Alf. And you know, terrible shows. Alf. Uh, Alf was a little later, wasn't it? Golden Girls. Ooh. Yeah, Golden Girls is a big one. Um, the A-Team. Uh, oh, The baby. A-Team is a huge one, right? That was Magnum P.I. was really popular. Oh, Magnum P.I. Uh, was huge. Knight Rider was super Are you reading huge. all these from the list, too? Yeah, oh, okay, I, I was going to say, I was like, you are firing these off the top yeah, of your head. Yeah, no, no, no. I think uh, yeah. that's an uh, off-forgotten show. Uh, Full Tom House Hanks started in drag. The- Tom Hanks and Drag. Oh, yeah. Bosom Buddies. Bosom Buddies. Bosom Buddies. Uh, what was that about? He was it's a, a, isn't that a movie? It was two guys. Um, Tom Hanks. I, I wish I could remember the other actor's name. And uh, they moved to New York. And they're having trouble finding an apartment and uh, that they can afford. Because mm-hmm. based on a very old concept. Because at the time, they still had a lot of like rooming houses. Okay. And uh, uh, so... Their friends tell them that they, there's an apartment open in their building, but it's a women's only <laughs> apartment. So they have to drag it up. So they dress and drag uh, so that they can live in this apartment. The the thing is, you know, that they fall in love with one of the other. I think Tom uh, Hanks fell in love with uh, one of the the gals on the the show, and it was actually uh, played by Donna Dixon, who went on to marry Dan Aykroyd. Oh, cool! Played the the love interest on that show. That's um, almost like your movie, Morgan. <laughs> oh yeah, my movie. Uh, Where, big misunderstanding. Yeah, it's Where gonna two, happen. Two, two uh, like three guys rob a rob bank. a bank dressed as women, and they get prosecuted as so. They don't ever just check to see if they're women or not. There's and, a lot of holes in the story. Yeah. Oh, it's it's apps. There's so many holes in it. Actually, I wrote a whole thing. Actually, there's a whole thing to how they get through. Right, it uh, into prison sense. as women. There's like a whole thing where like they're gonna get checked, but then they're like, uh, it's, and, something wacky uh, it's a porno. It's <laughs> also a porno. Yeah, it's right, uh, it makes yeah. a lot more sense. And then one of the go- one of the guards at the prison is a, is a girl dressed up as a guy. Uh, yeah, and then they fall in love with each other. Yeah, and then yeah, that, that's an insane. Uh, it's a very complicated promise. movie. Um, it's gonna happen. That? Yeah, I, I thought of that in Humber Comedy. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> guys, that's uh, that's us. That's our segment. 80s are the greaties. Wow, that, is, that name. That's that, that's a mark name, everybody. Yeah, that's I came sure. up with it two minutes before we came in That here is today. true. That is true. This, this episode was pretty uh, frantic. And you know what? We like it that way. But it was fun. Did it you have fun, fun Kadrev? I did. I enjoyed it. Thanks, so Thanks so much in. for coming here, man. Talking about Sketch here at the Never Sleeps Network studio. Yeah, um, anything, anywhere we can find you, man? Yeah. Uh, what's coming up down the pipe? I'm all over the place. Yeah. Uh, depending on when this airs, I. Uh... <laughs> the 24th. 
October 24th, I think, yeah. Okay, October 25th, I am going to be uh, making my New York City comedy debut Ooh. at Caroline's on Broadway. People can always see me on Crave TV uh, on Letterkenny. Yeah. Yep. Uh, our Halloween special is October 20th, so it, we'll be already out when uh, this airs. Cool. Is it season um, two? We're, we're in the middle of season three. Oh, three. Yeah, okay. Middle I thought of season that, yeah. three. Uh, I also have shows coming up, but we're going back to work on Letterkenny on the last block of season three in November. Amazing. And I have shows coming up. Um, I'm doing the Halifax uh, Comedy Festival Best of the Fest show the 25th of November in Halifax and I believe November 18th I think I'll be at the Sony Center here in Toronto doing a, uh, a big charity fundraiser for Gilda's Club with a bunch of other oh, amazing. notch performers uh, and acts there you go, guys. Wow. You can that literally is, check uh, Kate Trevor Wilson out ever. That's by far yeah. the most. Uh, way, way, that... way to blow everybody else out of the water. Oh, <laughs> and uh, my album comes out. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's yeah. November 10th, my new album, uh, Sorry, a Canadian album, <laughs> uh, which was recorded this past summer in Winnipeg, is coming out. And it's uh, a love letter to Canada. It's my, my sophomore release, my follow-up to Sex Cop Fire Penis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that was great. Uh, which is the, uh, so far, the top-selling album released released by uh comedy records oh, really yeah. awesome and uh of course that uh it also won the canadian comedy award for best yeah. tape live performance in 2015 uh so we're hoping hoping to have the same success yeah, yeah. a little bit more well already amazing you sent a love letter to canada and canada loves you right back Atrev. i hope so yeah. we are and we are doing a limited uh vinyl press so oh, for cool. the vinyl fanatics, but that's amazing you're really? going to have an actual comedy record that wow. is really cool that's like the I don't coolest know where thing. To find. Yeah, that's yeah, we yeah. Somebody owns a. I have a record, record player. Yeah, I have, a, record yeah, I have, I have okay. a couple of albums, Steve okay. Martin. Like I, I have a few. few. Anyway, cool. uh, thanks so much for coming in. This was so much fun. Thanks no, for thank talking about Sketch. Yeah. Um, and thanks everybody for listening here on Never Sleeps Network. A uh, huge shout out to our new sponsor, the Humber School of Comedy. That's thank right. You so and, much. Uh, you can catch us here every single Tuesday on Never Sleeps Network. Thanks a lot, guys. We're going to be uh, tossing it right now to a Smells Like the 80s sketch um, called Grandpa Farts to Remember. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Kate Trev. No worries. Thanks so much, guys. I don't want to spend time with Grandpa. Now, son, it's important to spend time with your grandfather. Our elders are a wealth of history. But his stories are boring, and it smells weird in there. That's because Grandpa farts to remember. Have fun! What? Who is that? Oh, it's my grandson. Come over here and have a seat. I have so many stories to share with you. I remember World War II. I killed 50 dirty krauts. Wait. It wasn't 50 dirty krauts. It was just one filthy kraut. And it wasn't World War II. It was this morning. And it wasn't a filthy kraut at all. It was my care worker. Oh my god, I murdered my care worker! I remember the first time I tried coffee. It was a fine Colombian roast, and I drank it out of a world's greatest dad mug. Wait a minute. It wasn't a fine Colombian roast. It was blood, and I didn't drink it out of a mug. It was a human skull, and it didn't say world's greatest dad. It was my care worker. Oh my God, I murdered my care worker. I remember the first time I ever saw television. It was the Friends series finale when Ross finally told Rachel that he loved her. Wait a minute. 
That wasn't Ross telling Rachel that he loved her. It was me telling Rachel that I loved her. And I wasn't telling her I loved her. I was murdering her. And it wasn't Rachel. It was my care worker. Oh my God, I murdered my care worker. Remember X. When you need to remember, remember, remember X. Caution. Possible side effects may include humorous flatulence and the uncontrollable urge to kill. Character. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.